This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, July the 28th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you all the information that's going around in the world of professional wrestling. From WWE to AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We bring you all the headlines that are happening today. This podcast is made free anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into the headlines. Starting over at eWrestling news joshua jones is writing in at this hour vince mcmahon the rock and others are being sued over trade secrets related to the xfl pw insider has reported that david adrian smith has filed a suit against vince mcmahon the rock espn and wwe over allegedly sharing trade secrets in relation to the xfl now the lawsuit alleges that everyone involved has been made privy to and shared and disclosed confidential trade secrets and information smith argues that selling the xfl rights and trademarks from wwe to mcmahon Man's Alpha Entertainment was due to the inclusion of trade secrets, and after that, The Rock purchased the company, and those secrets were disclosed without authorization. Now, Smith is asking for the following. A declaration that the defendant's actions are allegedly unlawful. An injunction to prevent any actual or threatened misappropriation of the trade secrets. An injunction to prevent the defendants from engaging in unlawful acts, and a myriad of more. If you'd like to find out more that's going on on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Joshua Jones has more information. 
Nation. Continuing on with the headlines, Julia Hart, AEW star, is talking about her alliance with the House of Black. Joshua Jones is also writing in at this hour. Julia Hart revealed herself to be the newest member of the House of Black on AEW's Double or Nothing. Now, she ended up helping Malachi Black defeat the Death Triangle in a six-man tag. Now, during a live signing at Captain's Corner, Hart discussed how she gets along with the stable members. She revealed that Brody King helped her after she got locked out of her car, and here is what she had to say. I would say that Malachi is like my mentor and my coach. He's always giving me critiques and gives me homework to do. Brody is like my dad. He's the guy that takes care of me and makes sure that everything's okay. Buddy is like an older brother. He still just wants to joke around and have a good time. Now, I got locked out of my car a few weeks ago, and Brody helped me with my keys. He helped me out also with everything else. Now, his wife is great too. She's like my mom, and the kids are adorable. They're also great. The House of Black is really like a big family. Everyone is great. I couldn't ask for anything better or anyone else to help me out with my stuff. They're always there to give me great advice. Now, the stable is currently looking for its next member. Meanwhile, Brody has begun a feud with Darby Allen and has challenged him to a coffin match on AEW Dynamite. For more information regarding Julia Hart and the House of Black, Joshua Jones has all of this trending right now over on eWrestling News. Dwight Howard is making headlines today. NBA star Dwight Howard crashes the party at WWE tryouts that are happening in Nashville. Los Angeles Lakers star Dwight Howard crashed the ongoing WWE tryouts in Nashville, Tennessee today, and he cut an epic promo on stage. Now, that is available everywhere online right now, and you can find that. According to a report from PW Insider, WWE and WC CW alum David Taylor has been working as a guest coach at the Performance Center in Orlando since Monday. A screening for WWE Rivals, Kurt Angle vs. Brock Lesnar episode will be taking place in Nashville, Tennessee during SummerSlam weekend. The screening will take place at the Wild Horse Saloon at 11.30 a.m. Peter Rosenberg will be hosting the event and admission is on a first-come, first-serve basis. Now, you can also check out the latest edition of the Up, Up, Down, Down. The episode features Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods continuing their Battle of the Brands while they play WWE 2K22. With more information on all things WWE, continue following eWrestling News and Ryan Clark has more information. WWE stockholders are getting some news today. WWE employees are no longer allowed to purchase stock. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour, WWE employees are no longer allowed to purchase stock in the company after Vince McMahon's retirement. WrestleNomics' Brandon Thurston reports that a memo had been sent out telling all the WWE employees that they are prohibited from either buying or selling shares of the company until further notice. SVP and Assistant General Counsel James Langham sent the message out and it reads as the follows. Please be advised that in light of the recent developments, the company's trading window has closed effective immediately for all employees. Until further notice, you are prohibited from purchasing or sales of company securities. You are also instructed not to speak with others about this note. Now, for more information regarding the WWE stock and the Vince McMahon scandal, continue following E-Wrestling News and John Fuentes will have more information on this. Matt Cardona is making headlines today. Joshua Jones is writing in for E-Wrestling News. Matt Cardona suffered a torn bicep at GCW Downward Spile in May. Now, during the appearance on Wrestling Shoot Interviews, the former NWA heavyweight champion provided an update on how his recovery is going. Now, here are some of the comments he made. Now, on his current injury status, he said, and I quote, I will not get back in the ring unless I'm 100%. Right now, if there's something going down with Ric Flair's match last match and they say, hey, Matt, cards, things get shuffled. We need you to wrestle Ric Flair. All right, I'll put the boots on. But you know what? 
I'm not going to be wrestling right now. I'm not risking anything less until I'm 100%. We're going to get there. I'm almost 100%, but I'm not there quite yet. Now, on his sentiments on feeling sorry for himself after the injury, he would go on to say, from the injury until I got surgery, once you get surgery, it's like, all right, let's go. Let's heal. Let's rehab. Let's do this. Now, the week in between, knowing I have to relinquish all of my titles that I had collected over the past year, knowing I'm at the height of my career right now, when most people leave WWE, it's usually the elevators going down, but mine was just going up. I was reinventing myself. I was having fun. Creatively, I was being fulfilled. I was making the most money ever, and I was just hitting it everywhere. It was great. Wrestling every weekend, doing the podcast, winning titles, making money, and making towns. For all that just to go away, you know what? It's difficult. If you'd like to find out more about what he had to say, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Joshua Jones has more on this interview. Pat Buck is making news at this hour. Pat Buck, the former WWE employee, now works with AEW. He has some things to say on his relationship with Tony Khan and the reasons why he left WWE. Pat Buck recently appeared on AEW's Unrestricted podcast to discuss his working relationship with AEW President Tony Khan. The former OVW standout and WWE producer, Alto detailed why he joined AEW after leaving WWE. Here's what he had to say first on his relationship with Tony Khan. Since AEW's inception, I felt I've had an unofficial working relationship with Khan. It's always been interesting because I never really thought, after chasing wrestling so long, not having the TV contract, sort of a successful performer, I would not completely be in wrestling again in my career. But then that was that, and I was fine with it. I started in 2001, then 2011 comes around, and wrestling's pretty much full-time everywhere. Everywhere there's opportunities to cement things. I said, screw this, I'm going to put my show on and I'm going to be a promoter. Luckily that worked when I opened my schools. I figured that it would be doing something for the rest of my life and I was fine with it. And then if I wanted to wrestle again someday, you know what, I'll book myself to wrestle. A poor man's Jerry Lawler, if you will. This is my area. I'm running 30 to 50 events a year in the New York, New Jersey area. I have schools. Then my students started to get noticed a lot, primarily and only by AEW. And then I worked at my former place. It was kind of the act of getting independent wrestling seen and getting them into the system but they had different requirements. Tony and I value talent in a similar light. The acclaimed Chris Statlander, Bear Bronson, Mark Sterling. Those are six or seven of my kids that I love to see what they're doing, and it is awesome. Now, on what was like when he decided to leave WWE, he would go on to say, I assume that the moment I walked in, it's going to be out there. I also thought that I think people would assume when I quit WWE, I didn't have anything else lined up. Did I hope in my heart that I'd be there? For sure. Did I hope that Tony would recognize this and there would be something there for me? Sure. I took a gamble on myself and what happened there. You know what? And it's worked out for quite a while. But I was kind of shocked. That goes to say, sometimes you're working in different respective locker rooms now. Even the extras that were booked that day. Some of them I booked for WrestleMania and the shows a week ago. They walked in like, what the heck is this? Credit your locker room for having that respect. I got a couple of weeks out later, but it was still a shock to many. Now, more information on this. David Esposito has this trending right now over on eWrestling News. Becky Lynch is making headlines today. Becky Lynch is talking about what it feels like to be supported by WWE after becoming a mother. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Becky Lynch announced that she was pregnant on May 11th of 2020. The man stepped away from the ring for over a year, awarding Asuka the Raw Women's Championship. Now, in an interview with ESPN's Rachel Damata, Lynch revealed how supportive WWE has been since she became a mother. She would go on to say in a quote, I feel very 
very supported by WWE. I felt no pressure to come back before I was ready. I was ready a lot longer than they asked me to come back. They were very understanding when I needed extra things. Where would be a room, particular building for the baby. We have the privilege of having our own bus, which helps us an awful lot when it's time to put her to sleep. You know what? It's also better with all the rumblings going on. For me, I feel very supported and very privileged that I'm in the position I am and that I can balance my two quite different aspects of life. Traveling every week with a toddler can be a bit tough, she said, but it's great. For more information on how Becky Lynch says she feels about how WWE has treated her ever since she has become a mother, continue following eWrestling News and there will be more information. We have some news on Victoria, Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, and an update on what's going to be happening at SummerSlam. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Former WWE superstar Victoria is the featured guest on this week's Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw podcast. You can check that out on their social media pages. You can also check out the latest edition of WWE's Top 10. The episode is the 20 greatest Rey Mysterio moments. Now, also in addition to that, WWE tweeted out the following new promo clip for Saturday's Summer Slam event. Feel the excitement of downtown Nashville as WWE Universe takes over the Nissan Stadium for Summer Slam. Once again, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, 7 Central. You can also check out the latest edition of WWE Playlist. Now, the episode looks at Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar on their road to SummerSlam. For more information on everything that is SummerSlam, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be following. Matt Taven is making news at this hour. Matt Taven comments on the possibility of returning to Ring of Honor. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, during a recent interview with NBC Sports Boston, Matt Taven commented on the possibility that he would continue to return to Ring of Honor under new management of Tony Khan, and this is what he said. I mean, if you were to ask me a couple of months ago, I would be in an impact ring, I would think. Now... Why are you talking about this? So wrestling is one of those things that I have that I have no idea about. Currently, I'm with Impact Wrestling. I've been there for six months. I know I'll be there for a little bit longer, but who knows what happens after that? Who knows what could happen tomorrow? Really, in wrestling, it's one of those crazy businesses where honestly, it's a year here and maybe I'll be somewhere else. The whole company is going to go under and then you're going to get fired and then you're going to end up in Impact Wrestling and then your contract expires and you don't know where you're going to find yourself again. If you'd like to find out more about what Matt Taven had to say about potentially returning to Ring of Honor, Ryan Clark has that article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Ric Flair is making headlines in his big holiday weekend. Ric Flair is trying to have Vince McMahon appear at StarCast this weekend. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour, WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair is only days away from wrestling his supposed final match in the industry. Now, the legendary superstar will tag with his son-in-law Andrade to take on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Flair has teased the appearance of many WWE stars, including his daughter Charlotte Flair, who is also apparently once former CEO Vince McMahon to appear. On the latest To Be The Man podcast, the 16-time world champion thinks that he's been trying to get McMahon to make an appearance at StarCast 5. Flair stated that he wants McMahon to be involved in the roast of Ric Flair. This is a quote from Ric Flair himself. I'm trying to get him to come to Nashville right now. Hell, I want him to roast me. He certainly has a real enough life as it is with me. Now, the Nature Boy worked under the McMahon family for years. He retired at WrestleMania 24, only to wrestle again, coming Impact Wrestling. Flair said he doesn't want to wrestle again after this weekend's event. For more information, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Joshua Jones will have more on Ric Flair as he tries to get Vince McMahon to show up at StarCast. Brody King is making headlines. Brody King gets a tattoo of Darby Allen's tombstone. 
Stone. Ryan Esposito is writing at this hour. Brody King is sending strong messages to Darby Allen following last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. After weeks of public attacks and defeating Allen in last week's show, King challenged Sting's protege to a coffin match. The House of Black big man also took to Twitter to reveal his new tattoo. On that, it shows their feud, but it also showed that King has a tattoo of Allen's tombstone on himself. The tweet was also captured and it said, let me know what flowers you want on your headstone. Now, if you'd like to go ahead and see this tattoo, you can. It's over if you follow at BrodyXKing on Twitter. For more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information is following. Eddie Kingston is making news right now. David Esposito is writing in. Eddie Kingston rants about several AEW wrestlers. Eddie Kingston did not hold back when asked about his fellow AEW wrestlers in a previous interview. Appearing on the high spots, sign in live, King weighed in on Christian Cage, Adam Cole, and more. Now, here are some of the comments when he was referring to Christian Cage. How can I say this? How can I say this? Twat! Without saying twat. Okay, twat. He's a twat. Now, when he's talking about Adam Cole. Twat. No, that's just in my head right now. No, Adam Cole, man, he's pretty cool. I don't really know how to take him or not, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd take that mf -er on a date or not. Now, on Jungle Boy being too pretty and how his friends like John Moxley are ugly. Nah, he's too pretty. I don't hang out with pretty boys. If you notice, every one of my crew is not pretty. Even though Mox thinks he's a heartthrob, he's not. Ortiz isn't good looking. The other good looking people in the group are friends of mine, and they're the women. All these guys, they're ugly. Yeah, that's right, including you, Mox. If you'd like to hear more about what Eddie Kingston had to say at the High Spot signing about his fellow AEW comrades, continue following eWrestling News, and there will be more. Peacock is making news at this hour. Peacock's second quarter 2022 earnings have been revealed, and there was a $467 million loss. With a ton of changes coming in WWE, many are watching how the company will perform in the weeks and months ahead. Comcast, the parent company of NBC Universal, announced its quarter two earnings for WWE partnering in their streaming service Peacock. Now, the numbers reveal that the streaming home of all things WWE is operating at a loss of $467 million. The subscription service has long been criticized for streaming issues during events. Although the service has garnered 13 million subscribers, there has been any significant growth at all. The disappointing second quarter earnings becomes as WWE is changing its leadership, which is definitely going to make things difficult as well. It should be noted that Comcast did not mention WWE during their earnings call. Instead, the media conglomerate hyped its major films and TV sporting deals, such as the World Cup. For more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and there will be more about the relationship between WWE and Peacock. SummerSlam is just around the corner and Joshua Jones is writing in what are the betting odds for the matches at SummerSlam. WWE SummerSlam 2022 is this weekend and fans are wondering how WWE's first significant pay-per-view without Vince McMahon will turn out. Now, Bet Online has released the latest betting odds for the matches that are going to be happening in Nashville. Right now, champion Roman Reigns is heavily projected to win his match and retain the championship. Now, in other matches, Liv Morgan is again heavily favored to beat Ronda Rousey. Bianca Belair is heavily favored to beat Becky Lynch. With the tag teams, the Usos are a slight 
advantage right now over the Street Profits. Bobby Lashley is a huge advantage over Theory. Now, Logan Paul is a monumental lead over The Miz right now. Pat McAfee is expected to win against Happy Corbin as well. And Judgment Day has a very healthy expectation to win over the Mysterios. Once again, SummerSlam will take place at the Nissan Stadium on Saturday, July 30th. It will take place as the first WWE major event that will be under the umbrella of Triple H as the head of Creative. With more information trending on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and there will be more. AEW ratings are making news at this hour. Andrew Ravens is writing in. AEW Dynamite on TBS pulled 976,000, which is up from last week's 910,000. A 0.33 rating in the 18-49 demo, which again is up from last week's 0.32. AEW Dynamite ranked number two in the 150 shows on cable last night. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics has reported. Now, the featured... FTW champion Ricky Starks versus Danhausen, AEW Women's Championship Thunder Rosa defended her title. Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia, Interim World Champion John Moxley versus Roosh, Swerve Strickland versus Mark Sterling and Tony Nese, and Sammy Guevara took on Dante Martin. For more information on all the ratings, continue following Brandon Thurston, follow Andrew Ravens, and of course follow eWrestling News for all the information. Angelo Dawkins is making news at this hour. The WWE star says he remembers talks with Vince McMahon and Triple H and how much they influenced his career. The Street Profits will challenge the Usos for the WWE Tag Team Championship at this Saturday's SummerSlam. Now, while appearing on Busted Open Radio, Dawkins spoke about Vince McMahon and Triple H's influence on his career, and this is what Dawkins had to say. I mean, Vince is an icon in the business, both entertainment and outside of WWE. Wishing him nothing but the best, he's always believed in me and my Montez, especially us. He's always given us great advice, and that's all we expected. We wish him nothing but the best. Now, as we have reported, Miss McMahon resigned from WWE last Friday. It'll be a week tomorrow that he has been ushered out when it was found out that hush money was being paid out to former employees to cover sexual misconduct and infidelity. Triple H, once again, is now in charge of creative. Now, Dawkins also talked about Triple H's decision to put him and Montez Ford together as a tag team. He had this to say, Just him being able to give us advice and stuff like that, even when we were in NXT, everybody could tell we were not being ourselves, and him and Vince always would tell us, Hey, don't be afraid to be you. You guys belong here. Y'all need to start acting like you belong here. Act like you run the place a little bit. Even though Vince has gone up and wishing him nothing but the best, Triple H said, you know what? He's got to pick it up and he's got to run with that ball. For more information on Montez Ford, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. AEW Wrestler has a reported altercation with fans at Rampage taping. Thomas Lawson's writing at this hour, AEW Wrestler Lee Moriarty and Stokely Hathaway had an altercation with a fan at last night's Rampage tapings. Wrestling Observer Radio Dave Meltzer reported that an altercation had happened after the match and this is what was said. There was an altercation between Stokely and Lee and a fan as they were leaving, which I wasn't sure if it will be caught on TV or not. With more information, continue following eWrestling News, and there will be more information on the situation that happened at the Rampage tapings. Once again, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you everything in the world of professional wrestling. We're here to make sure that you have a comprehensive outlook on everything that's happening and to get you back to your day so you're not scouring the web for the news. Headlines is free anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to our friends over on Wrestling Inc. Ricky Starks cut an amazing promo, and now he's got a babyface turn 
How's the wrestling world reacting? At this hour, Wrestling Inc. is writing in. Between Daniel Garcia's upset win over Brian Danielson, Jungle Boy's fiery promo, and Anna Jay's new attitude on display, a lot transpired on AEW's Dynamite Fight for the Fallen, but the biggest talking point came out of last night's show was Powerhouse Hobbs betraying Ricky Starks and Starks turning into a babyface. Now, the wrestling world is still buzzing about the promo that Starks cut moments after dropping the FTW title to Hook, which seemed to plant seeds for his babyface turn even before Hobbs double-crossed him. In a quote, Obviously I lost. I'm no stranger to losing, and I'm okay with that, Ricky Starks told Tony Schiavone. But I want everybody to know something. I was given that FTW title when people thought it was a noose. I turned it into a tie, and I made the most of it. I took leather and metal and turned it into gold. I brought that title back to prominence. Nobody back there can say that they did it, but I did it. It was me. I expected all expectations. I busted my ass each and every day and never gave up. And when I went out there, I never gave less than 100%. I deserve to be here, he would go on to say. I have been deserved to be out here for more than 40 seconds. I deserve that. And there are people back there who will tell me, hey, be patient, wait your turn. The time's gonna come. And I don't wanna hear that anymore. My time was last month. My time was last year. My time is right now. And I don't want for people to tell me that's been a string of bad luck. It's not been bad luck for me. It's a string of bad timing, and that's why me and Hobbs, and at that point, he was turned on by Hobbs. Many in the wrestling world are complimenting him right now on his passionate promo. The likes of Matt Cardona, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray, Amanda Huber, and Swerve Strickland had nothing but praise for Starks on social media. Furthermore, TNT Drama Twitter handle continued to celebrate Starks by replacing its headliner with Starks. It was all over social media. If you'd like to find out more about Ricky Starks, continue following Wrestling Inc. and they will have more information on this. Let's talk a little bit about WWE SummerSlam and a match that was supposed to happen, but it isn't going to happen now. Eric Mutter's writing in at this hour. Backstage news on Seth Rollins and the Riddle match being canceled for SummerSlam. WWE SummerSlam card took a hit after WWE announced that the singles match between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle had been postponed due to Riddle suffering a stinger on last Monday Night Raw. But new information has started to trickle out regarding the postponement of the match, and it's not quite as it seems. According to Fightful Select, Riddle's injury is in fact not a real injury, but a kayfabe one, written to explain why the match would not be taking place this weekend. Sources told Fightful that there are still plans to do the match down the line, and that it has changed because, well, creative adjustments had to be made. Fightful will go on to say that Rollins and Riddle were informed of the change on Monday before Monday Night Raw, which saw Rollins attack Riddle at the close of the show. As of right now, the tentative plans are for the two to wrestle at WWE's next premium live event, Clash at the Castle, which will happen in September. But those plans, once again, aren't set in stone, and obviously things could still change. Paul Levesque, aka Triple H, is taking over creative and head of talent relations, so we will see. For more information on all this continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be coming shortly. Killer Cross is making headlines at this hour. Killer Cross trains with WWE and AEW stars. Kelly Hula is writing in at this hour. Pride veteran and international mixed martial arts fighter Daniel Gracie shared that WWE superstar Shinsuke Nakamura did a class at one of his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu training academies in Orange County. Now, as seen in Instagram, WWE NXT superstar Killer Cross was also part of that 
that group, as was AEW star Emi Sakura and former Ring of Honor World Champion. According to the school's official website, Sakura is listed as one of the instructors. Now, with more information on all of this to find out who is training at this, you can find out more by continuing to follow Wrestling Inc. as they will give you more information. Ross Berman is writing in at this hour. As reported earlier on the show, all WWE employees are banned from trading any company stock. WWE stock prices have been on a wild ride since Vince McMahon has announced his retirement almost a week ago. In accordance with the corporate policy, no WWE employees once again are allowed to trade or sell any of their stock until the investigation is finally concluded. WrestleNomics, all employee, WWE employees were notified on Friday they were not allowed to buy or sell any more stock right now. The message was sent by Senior Vice President and General Counsel James Langham. For more information on all of this, we will continue to keep you abreast on the situation of what may be happening to WWE and their stock. Ross Berman is writing an article at this hour on Wrestling Inc. A new series has been announced for the WWE Universe in Africa. WWE is saying Jumbo to Sub-Saranian Africa. Supersport, a Johannesburg-based sports broadcasting company that covers Sub-Saharan Africa, announced that Jumbo, WWE, began airing on Thursday with the premiere episode already broadcast at this time. The show will be hosted by local individuals inside that area and they will continue to have programming continue as wwe extends their branch outside of the world of the united states and globally around the world now the announcement read the presenters will carry the show and the banner in a lively way each and every week bringing continued information from the world of wwe to all over africa with more information on all this continue following wrestling inc as more information will be forthcoming alexa bliss is making headlines at this hour alexa bliss talks about the state of her WWE character. Matthew Wilkinson is writing in at this hour, Alexa Bliss is a five-time women's champion, a two-time women's tag team champion, and a former Money in the Bank winner. But ever since she returned to WWE for the Elimination Chamber match this year, a lengthy break after SummerSlam 2021, Bliss doesn't really have a defined gimmick. She would say this, I'm kind of in limbo right now, Bliss recently stated to Metro. I really don't know where I'm going with my character yet. I've kind of evolved in so many ways over the last nine years. I feel like I've done more characters than other women on the roster have. So it's just finding where I fit. What character needs to be on the show? Right now, I'm just me, and I don't like that for TV. I like for me to be outside in my life, but for TV, Lexi is not really that entertaining. Now, Bliss's character has been working strong in the past, whether it was a betrayal heel on The Fiend's supernatural sidekick, but she's gone in many different directions as well. She just wants to find out where her next footing is. For more information on Alexa Bliss, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information will be forthcoming. Ross Berman is writing in at this hour for Wrestling Inc. We have an update on Jonathan Gresham's situation with Ring of Honor and AEW. Former Ring of Honor World Champion Jonathan Gresham has been in absence since losing the title from Claudio Castagnoli on July the 23rd. He demanded his release from his contract before the match, and many are wondering what's going to be happening of him. Will he be released from his contract? Now, according to a new report from Fightful Select, Gresham is not factored into any 
AEW or Ring of Honor plans moving forward as since he's asked for his release. Gresham reportedly got into a heated conversation with AEW President and CEO Tony Khan ahead of Saturday's Death Before Dishonor event. Now, though, according to Fightful, no bridges were burnt by the confrontation, but there's also no word on whether or not Gresham will be granted his release. Sources were apparently happy with the match between Gresham and Castanoli, noting that the professionalism of Gresham continued with the match despite how he felt. He had reportedly been in three companies interested in Gresham before he joined AEW Ring of Honor, though it remains unknown which companies were actually interested in him. Gresham recently de deleted his Twitter account, and there's no word on where he's headed or if he will step away for the foreseeable future from wrestling. That's also been something that's been floated around as well. For more information on Jonathan Gresham and his contract situation, continue following Wrestling Inc., and they will give you more information on all of that. With that being said, those are all the headlines that are happening right now in the world of wrestling for July the 28th, 2022. Once again, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the information regarding all the major promotions and gives you a comprehensive detail of what's happening with your favorite stars. Headlines is a free podcast that is produced daily. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of MLW Radio never stops.